Pennyville Games leaves G2A out to dry, and Vivendi continues its hostile takeover of Ubisoft. All this and more in your Daily Slice, episode number four. Well, uh, howdy, everybody. My name's Austin Belzer, and I humbly welcome you back to the second week of your Daily Slice. I hope you enjoyed it, uh, the first week. And today we've only got two stories. There's no everything else. There's no fluff here. I just want to talk about two big stories. So the first big story here is Tiny Bill has a um, kind of brought forth some evidence against G2A that's less than savory. Let's read. Tiny Bill, the publisher behind games such as Party Hard, Speedrunners, Cluster Truck, and developed No Time to Explain, as well as the remastered version, are saying that Game Code Marketplace G2A sold over 450,000 worth of their games, with many of these games be- being acquired through fraudulent means. Due to this, Tiny Bill were- was issued a large amount of chargebacks, which is when the bank that provided the card asked the seller for the money the product was worth. As a result, the company lost thousands in revenue and put them in a bad place with their payment provider. This is also packed on top of the fact that Tiny Bill was in the process of attempting to make an official relationship with G2A so that they could sell authentic game keys and not have to resort to reselling. Quote, Websites like G2A are facilitating a fraud-fueled economy where key resellers are being hit with tons of stolen credit card transactions. Alex Nichiporchik wrote on the official Tiny Bill blog, which as of this time is currently down as the result of a DDoS attack, according to the publisher. Quote, these websites are now growing rapidly due to the low pricing of game keys. End quote. If you're unaware of G2A, you've probably seen the G2A goldmine logo on a YouTuber like, say, PewDiePie. If you just don't understand how it works, but um, the basic thing is, the website resells game codes uh, via the marketplace, so you can activate them on Steam. At a more basic level than that, if you pass their approval process, you can put anything up for sale anonymously, without a name, basically. If someone, if something's wrong with the product, G2A has a program called G2A Shield that, if you pay a fee, G2A promises that they'll make things copacetic. While this may seem great, the cost of dealing with someone like G2A can be greatly impactful to a developer or a publisher. In the blog post mentioned above, Nichi Porchik explained how TinyBuild once had an online store where they sold legitimate copies of all their games. He claims that fraudsters purchased thousands of codes through the aforementioned store and then turned them for profit on G2A. Another quote. The shop collapsed when we started to get hit by chargebacks, Nietzsche Porchik said. I'd start seeing thousands of transactions, and our payment provider would shut us down within days. Moments later, you'd see G2A being populated by cheap keys of games we had just sold on our shop. End quote. Here's a look at uh, uh, the comparison between G2A versus if it was sold at retail price. Now, I'm just going to read you the totals. If sold on G2A... The total would come out to $197,179.74. Now, if it had been sold for retail price, the uh, total U.S. dollar equivalent would have been $450,201.33. And here's the response 
G2A Gabe and Nietzsche Porchek asked the origin of the keys sold on their website, as well as the type of compensation G2A would give to him for the fraud. Quote, I can tell you that no compensation will be given. If you suspect that these codes were all chargebacks, aka fraud slash stolen credit card purchases, I would be happy to look into that. However, I will say this requires Tiny Build to want to work with G2A. Both in that you need to revoke the keys you will be claiming as stolen from the players who now own them and supply myself with the codes you suspect as being part of this. We will check to see if this is the case, but I doubt that codes with such large numbers would be that way. Honestly, I think you'd, you will be surprised in that this is not fraud, but your resale partners are doing what they do best, selling keys. They just happen to be selling them on G2A. It is also worth pointing out that we do not take a share of these prices. Our part comes from the kickback our payment providers. A little bit of broken English there, but I hope you understand that. Tiny Build Story comes after many months of G2A trying to rebuild their image in the eyes of the public after numerous outlets relating uh, horrible first-hand accounts of using their marketplace and many others out there. Our source was, of course, Tiny Build's blog. Uh, which is now down, but you know you can click it, click the link in the description uh, or on the verticalslice.com when you know the blog's back up, and we got sent an email um, by Nietzsche Porchik. So full disclosure there. Um, here's another story I didn't want to write. Vivendi now owns 20.1% of Ubisoft stock. Let's read. Ubisoft Entertainment shares rose yesterday after Vivendi SA added to its stake of the multinational video game publisher and developer, adding fuel to the fire of rumors of a possible bid for Vivendi to take over Ubisoft. Vivendi now owns 20.1% of Ubisoft's stock, and depending on how the market shakes out, might even buy more shares, the Paris company said in a statement released after the markets closed on Friday. Previously, Vivendi owned only about 18%. It's still a large number, but less large. The company hopes to build a, quote, fruitful corporation with Ubisoft, and at the time of publication isn't considering a public tender offer, which, for those unbusinessmen out there, um, translates to Vivendi asking current stakeholders in Ubisoft to sell their shares to them at a price that they determine. Um... It's also not considering gaining control of the company for the next six months, so that's worthy to know. Um, so that's six months. That's no uh, December twenty first, but I think their next shareholder meeting is like sometime in twenty seventeen, maybe like March. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Rumors about a possible takeover wrote rode up to a fever pitch after the company recently took up control of Gameloft SE, a company also owned by the Gimo family, in the form of a hostile build, which, again, business term, um, it's pretty much what it sounds like. Um, it, Vivendi said, hey, we're taking over, we don't care if you like it or not. We're gonna buy you out, basically. Here's another quote. A Gameloft scenario in which Vivendi has to launch a takeover bid in due form still seems like a probability, Charles-Louis Planade, an analyst at Louis Capital Market Midcap Partners, said in a research paper today. 
And the source for that is Bloomberg. I love them for this kind of stuff. They've been uh, handling Ubisoft Entertainment and Vivendi's takeover of it uh, very, very subtly. Um, but that's all the time we have for today. Um, so I want to point you to um, some stuff we put up on our site, other than you know the art- articles mentioned in the show. Yes, I'm actually writing the articles now. Surprise, surprise. Now, Chris, he put up a uh, Grim Legends The Forsaken Bride review. It's this uh, hidden object game. He reviewed it on Xbox One. Um, go check that out. And then also, um, if you haven't uh, been following us on YouTube, uh, subscribe there because you uh, probably missed the episode um of our weekly recap show called In Case You Missed It, number one, recapping the entire E3 week, and it's super spectacular, and I don't say that often. Um, And then we're also going to be, I'll announce it right now, since it's going to be this, uh, you'll probably have seen it by now, but new releases is coming back um, in a big way, and I can't wait for you to see it. In fact, after I put this up on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash vertical slice and you can find us on iTunes at the vertical slice subscribe there uh, rate and review um, you can um, as soon as that goes up there I'm going to work more on the new releases because I want to flesh it out more make sure it's cool and crisp uh, like this um, and I'm still working on cr- both editions of credit limit um, I hope to have them both up by next Friday Meaning the, what is it, um, the 24th, uh, but that's not a promise, that's a goal, um, that I want to hit. So, um, follow me at, ver- at uh, at Austin Belzer, follow the Vertical Slice at Vert Slice Tweets, like us on Facebook, the Vertical Slice, or Vertical Slice, search either one, uh, like us there, um, I'm putting up articles all, every, each and every day, so keep an eye on that. Um, and also keep on our YouTube channel if I've already said that. And then I'll see you on the flip side. Support good games. <laughs>